When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Throughout this fall, we keep hearing of problems with armyworm. And I'm here with Brian Jensen University Extension Pest Management Specialist. Brian, tell me a little bit about you know, for those that may not know what armyworm is, give a little background on it and really why it's been such a problem. Yeah, um, this is a very unusual situation. I've never seen it like this before. Um, and specifically, what we're dealing with right now this fall is what's called the fall armyworm. We're used to de- dealing with the true armyworm, which we have problems with in, in corn later in the spring, early summer. But this is a completely different species. It's a tropical insect, maybe subtropical. It does migrate up here occasionally, but in very, very small numbers. This year, we kind of have had a, a bit of a perfect storm. We've had intense flights up here late season, and also we've had some very unusual uh, fall weather, very warm. And I think if we would have been having more normal fall temperatures, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now because cooler weather, you know, 60s and below, really slows this insect up. As I mentioned, they're subtropical, if not tropical. And uh, so they're just not cold hardy. And maybe if, if there's something good I can tell you is that they will not overwinter up here. And whatever happens next fall, if anything, uh, will have no bearing on what we've seen or heard this year. Sure. Now let's talk a little bit about, you know, how they got here. And I feel like they've been moving pretty fast. Uh, you know, we were mentioned, I mentioned our neighbor's field, the alfalfa field that has just been, you know, getting brown a little bit farther and farther down the hill. Seems like, you know, you can almost watch it die and, and get brown as, as you stand there. But, you know, let's talk a little bit about that on how fast this has been moving and how it's, you know, kind of abnormal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Sort of what we're dealing with right now is, in a typical fall, we're not out scouting our alfalfa for insects. We're, we're, we're past the summer. We just don't see these issues in our alfalfa. This year, we've had the flight up, and the adult, which is a moth, has laid some eggs. And it's, it's been kind of a continuous flight. So the reports I'm getting is a field may have some larger larvae, which consume a lot of foliage some mid-sized larvae, which consume a little bit less. And then the, it's a small larvae um, that they don't consume a lot, a lot of foliage and can easily go undiagnosed. So my guess is for a lot of people, uh, earlier this fall, we had the small larvae out there. You know, we didn't notice it. Again, we're not looking at our alfalfa at that time of the year. Then they, those larvae will grow and mature a little bit and their rate of consumption of the foliage goes up. And then all of a sudden, when they get to be quite a bit larger, you can see some near defoliation of our, well, I've seen them in uh, winter wheat, alfalfa, cover crops, things like that. And all of a sudden, it, it seems as if you have flipped a switch, and all of a sudden they're there. In reality, they were there earlier, and we just were not out looking, you know, and... Uh, 
caught us a little bit by surprise, yeah. For those people who maybe are experiencing that, that then now, you know, seeing those effects and they didn't know that they were there, are there still things that they can do or need to do as far as spraying, those kind of things to kind of recover their alfalfa or cover crops? Or, you know, is it kind of, well, we'll just you have to replant it next spring? Um, yeah, it, I, there's still time to go out and look. Uh, I just looked at the uh, weather for southern Wisconsin in the long term, and it's still going to be relatively warm. Uh, during the daytime hours. So I, I wish I could give you better news that they're going to crash. Uh, the cold weather is going to take them, but I can't say that. And to be honest, I've had no experience uh, dealing with these fall armyworms uh, in Wisconsin like this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, event for the Midwest, or at least I hope it is a once-in-a-lifetime so with the crops that we might have it in and established stands of alfalfa, new seedings of alfalfa certainly have been uh, have had some defoliation. We don't have thresholds to deal with these things. Again, this has been a once in a lifetime deal. And uh, what I, you know, we're always worried about alfalfa stand survival at this time of year. You know, and the analogy is, you know, if you take a late cut, you're going to have uh, greater winter mortality and things like that so don't cut too early don't cut too late sort of thing so i think that's what we got to be dealing with in alfalfa being concerned about alfalfa stand survival and if you think that is a problem uh, i would be probably a little bit quicker to make a an insecticide application now if you got light defoliation or moderate defoliation you know i don't i don't think that's going to be an issue but uh, with the weather coming up being warm, uh, the caterpillars will still be feeding for a while, and yet the alfalfa will continue to grow. So uh, um, that, that's, it is a bit of a concern. Now, we talk a little bit about, you know, how this affects the alfalfa fields, you know, maybe your winter wheat, your cover crops. So for the neighbor that's next door to maybe one of these fields that has some pastures, is there any concern there as far as, you know, just their normal grass and pastures for their livestock at all? Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Pastures have had some significant problems, too. And kind of like with alfalfa, it's the same thing. You're, you're worried about that, that stand survivor survival over the winter. And also in our pastures, um, having enough forage. And it's not uncommon to hear people have comments like you had mentioned where seem to be moving down. The I, I think it was down the hillside that you were talking about. And what's happening there is the caterpillars are, are running out of foliage and they do move uh, down to, to newer foliage. So certainly, yeah, and thanks for bringing that up pastures are going to be good to to scout right now. Uh, And one thing on the pastures especially, uh, if you do feel you need to make an insecticide application and are still planning on grazing that year, uh, to choose an insecticide that has a pre-harvest interval that meets your grazing or uh, forage needs. Gotcha. Always a good reminder. So you say these bugs are not going to survive over winter. Is there any concern, you know, for future, being that they've been here once, that they might come back again? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, in in past years, and I've been doing this for several decades, I always find some larvae, but it's a novelty. I'll see them in sweet corn, and maybe some of the processors have had a a bit of a problem with some 
larvae in the ears from time to time, but I have never seen anything uh, remotely this bad. And I think, again, it's the, the flight up uh, in September, uh, or flights rather, and then the uh, mild fall temperatures. But the the winter will kill them out. I'm I'm sure that even the true army worm does not overwinter up here. So for next year, I think experience what we've seen this year, we will be out looking. Everyone will be out looking, and and that's a good thing just to be on the safe side. Because with these insects, you get a lot better control and more bang from your insecticide dollar if you catch that infestation early. You know, if you wait. To, you know, if you don't catch it till it's too late, you've always already have had some significant yield reductions, and the larger larvae will just be harder to kill. Here with Brian Jensen, University Pest Management Specialist, talking about the fall armyworm population here in Wisconsin being quite a bit worse than we have ever experienced before. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.